Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Atari Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. It's just a question of when they decide to follow through on it. And keep in mind that he's got a $10 million bonus due on the third day of the league year. So they'd have to make that decision by then. But they're not going to move until they think that they have an offer that's worth it for a guy that they traded up to get with the second overall pick that they believe could have won the MVP of the National Football League that they believe still can be an MVP-type candidate in this league. And until the Eagles have the compensation that they believe they're ready to move forward on, a package similar to the one that the Lions got in return from Matthew Stafford, they're not going to move. But they've got good offers now. I think they're waiting for a great offer before they make a deal. So Adam Schefter still thinks they're going to make a deal on Carson Wentz. You think Wentz is with the Eagles or not by the time uh, the season rolls around? I think in this situation where there's smoke, there's fire, and there's a lot of smoke right now. So I think Wentz is going to be gone. I just don't think they're going to get the deal they want. I I mean, we're talking three first-rounders? No. What was the – was it two first-rounders? For Stafford, two first-rounders. Yeah. But they're looking for that kind of deal, and I'm just not sure how many teams are going to do that kind of deal and eat that kind of contract. And, by the way, let's just say you're Chicago. Well, you're not getting Matthew Stafford in return. You might get Mitchell Trubisky or Nick Foles. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you might get Foles in return. Yeah. So if that's the deal, if you're if you're in Indianapolis, are you getting Jacoby Brissett? I mean, you're not getting Matthew Stafford either way is my point. So that means you might have to pwn. You're not getting as much in return if you're feeling. I think it's going to be a hard but, marriage yeah. to, to get what each side wants in return. But here's the thing, though. If you're in Indianapolis, who do you want? Like, I mean, listen, you're, you're, right, right now, if you're in Indianapolis, you're in the honey hole. You're in the pocket. You have a certain amount of time to make this thing happen, and you need a quarterback to do that. Phil Rivers is gone now. So you gotta fill that quarterback position. You're not gonna get one in the draft because you're drafting way too late. So what do you do? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you do. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, I mean, I have Sam Darnold, like, that was my pick to go to Indianapolis with Sam Darnold, but, you have to do something. I had who did I have going to Indianapolis? I had uh, Stafford going to Denver. Uh, did I? I might have had like Garoppolo ended up in Indianapolis. Okay. I might have, um, which I guess still could happen. Who are you taking Carson Wentz or Jimmy Garoppolo? See, to me, I'm taking Wentz all day. I'll I'll, I'll take that risk if I have to. But like I've I've seen the good of Carson Wentz, and it's MVP caliber good. Yeah, I do like I. I think I lean toward with you on that. Mm-hmm. I, there's something that's gritty about with Wentz that I like. Um, I'm telling you though, there's a mental side of this that that that's not an easy hurdle. Sure. And when when it goes bad, it goes bad. You look at other people in sports, that takes a while. So, uh, I would probably come with you though. And they're, I think their deals are somewhat similar. There's a lot of money invested in both guys. So I I would probably come with you on that uh, on that front. Hey, uh, about 
eight months ago. Uh, oh, yeah. Kuz gave us an invitation. Yeah. I'm going to get to Orlando Brown in a moment, but we got this first, okay? So Kuz getting married. It was supposed to be in April. Mm-hmm. And so, well, did you ever open the first one? Yeah, the save the date. So Kuz put the save the date, and I put it right here, kind of where I keep the score cards. Oh, oh there you go. Didn't and even open it? Ne- didn't, <laughs> didn't, didn't, give him the, didn't even give him the pleasure of opening I, it. I never opened it. But now listen. This guy. I did put on the calendar, and Steph even has it on her calendar because she knows. And she brings it, like she's brought it up a couple of times. I said, yeah, it's not happening anymore. It's over. Right. Yep. So, I mean, the yeah, wedding, the wedding has been tur- called off. Tell us the story. Why has the wedding been called off? <laughs> Well, you know, we weren't we weren't Don't on the same Brent page. Don't tell Brent. COVID nineteen is that a big deal? Uh, yeah, COVID nineteen well, just uh, didn't work out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So this was so initially. Let me open this now. Save the date. Oh, you guys oh, look wait. so cute. Are we uh, back? Hold on now. I mean, April sixteenth was supposed to be the date. Now we were oh. going to go up to like North Carolina. That's where this thing was going to be. We we're going to do our show there yeah. and everything. Yeah. I was going to skip the kid's sixteenth birthday. Yeah. And all that. Uh, because their their birthday's on April fifteenth. Sorry, kids. Well, then today. So the latest we had heard, Coos. Yeah. And I didn't hear this until like a couple weeks ago. But the wedding was off because of COVID, right? Yeah. Right. Yes. And you guys, am I allowed to talk about this? I yeah. I think it's okay. So. Like so. I'll, you, I'll you, find you, out you're, later. You're, if you're pretty much heard. doing it. You were going to elope. Was well, that yeah, the plan? We, we were talking about doing that, and and still kind of are in a way. Okay. So now I'm going to open this one. Yeah, live oh, on oh, radio. Wait, you just opened the last one. Wait. I just opened the last Which one. one. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. He just opened both. Oh, so this one's a postponement. Postponed. Sorry. Aww. Yeah. September third, two thousand twenty-one. That's the goal now. Now that's the goal, but that might not be a wedding. This might just be a party. Yes, we may. There's gonna be. There's a few options we're talking about. Potentially just uh, filming what we like. You know, just us and our family doing our vows, vows. and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And then play that back before the party, or we'll just fake one where it's like. <laughs> so, for so, so family like your ESPN 690 family too. Many people have on the 16th. Their vows. No, 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 no. On the on the third. It's September third. <laughs> on the third, everyone's. Uh, hopefully, nice. everyone's gonna be there. Talking about that. Open, uh, well, open this bar is good. So, September. Oh, I'm in. Open bar. September. So, yeah, so plan your plan your tights I'm doing my best Tom Brady impression. <laughs> Brent's going to be walking me out of there. <laughs> September 3rd. So we'll, we'll, the wedding was postponed. We'll see what happens. You don't love the now, fact that it's in September. You said, Coos, it's football season, but it is Labor Day weekend. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, it's so Labor Day at least weekend. It's before the NFL season. Now, there are some college things we think, well, but listen, that's okay. We'll work around that. This conversation is not done. Okay, let's go oh, in depth right. with this card here which had, by the way i appreciate it. i had zero it's a lot of effort i had i did zero effort on that card. no no th- it's a lot of effort yeah, I, I appreciate it now honestly this is my wife will appreciate this more than i will okay, but I, I thanks for sending it to me yeah, i appreciate no it it says postponed the has, whole, it, has it been sitting in my what office am I gonna for like say a week right and a half now what, 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 what am i going to say to you here you're going to say something about like the shoes no, no. you're nope. going to say something about his mm-hmm. face in this no, picture no 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 and like what commercial he should be in right now Cause like, I mean, no, that's not that hard. It's gonna be an old Navy or Gap commercial. Because he's pretty, wearing a white shirt and jeans. I'm, I'm 95. Actually, don't Nick Foles shout out. Those are Lululemon jeans right there. Gosh, hey, man, how much money do you can't, make? Can't hide money, can you? Can't you can't hide <laughs> money, can you? Eighty dollar hat and Lululemon jeans. Times I've walked into Lululemon in the St. John's Town Center and I'm like, I just can't do it. I can't do it. I can't. I can't. I start getting hives when I walk in there. It's it's, it's, it's so much. It's like the price tags. It's like a chemical reaction on my skin. I had to show up for Nick Foles, man. That's why I got those. Let me go and Google those. So what are you gonna say? Well, I was gonna see how much these little German German (laughs) jeans. Yeah. Let me guess. 
Two bills. Cause you want to, I mean, we don't, we don't have to throw that out there, but I, you can't hide money. Anybody can, can look it up. You, you can't hide money. It was, a sale. it was a let's Christmas just say sale. You can't hide money. Friday. They were on sale and I had a gift card, so I didn't pay actually any money for them. Someone gave you a Lululemon gift card? Yes. Who was that? My parents. When? Uh, it been like last Christmas, two Christmas ago. <laughs> oh yeah? Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> I remember the conversation that we had on the show, Koo, was about you stressing out over your outfit for your engagement photos. Yeah, that was my second outfit. Yeah, you're wearing a white t-shirt and jeans. What was there to stress out about? You're killing it. Yeah. I mean, this is a compliment more than anything. Kind of like you and I look alike right about now. The shirt was uh, yes. <laughs> the shirt was a little tight, you know, and it's hot. It was hot when we did that, so I was worried. A, a white shirt. I had a gray shirt on before that. I had to take it off because I started yeah. sweating through it. So yeah. white shirt it was. I was worried it was going to start being see-through soon. I got you. That's what I was hey, worried about. By the way, this is going to be good, though, in your... Um Scrapbook someday? Do people do, still do scrapbooks? Oh, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Save scrapbook. the date to postpone to we did it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. finally got it done. <laughs> finally. And, and then the third one's going to be Brent escorting me out of there drunk, <laughs> and it's going to say, sorry, everybody, our bad. Yeah. <laughs> our bad. <laughs> How many people did Austin get in a fight with? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, drunk? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a, come on, man. I'm a happy-go-lucky <laughs> drunk. <laughs> Nicole's uh, Nicole's brother does want you to quiz him. He He can pretty much tell you any football player and where they went to college. Awesome. It's, it's pretty impressive. Hey, if there's anything I like better than talking football on the radio, it's talking football outside of my job. Good, so I good. can't wait yes. to do that. All right, cool. <laughs> All right, so now to Orlando Brown. Yes. Uh, sorry, I teased it a minute ago. But Orlando Brown, Baltimore Ravens, we talked a little bit about this a couple weeks ago. And I was okay. on. I was like lukewarm on the idea of it. Uh, I'm starting to get a little bit more excited about the idea of it. Okay. Because you're, be? you're a big Cam Robinson guy, though, too, bro. Well, I'm, you can't have them both. I'm, uh, I wouldn't say big Cam Robinson guy. I think it's sensible for the Jaguars to work out a moderate deal or a franchise tag and see another year from Cam because I don't. I think he's pretty good. I, I think he's. You can do a lot worse. But when I frame it like that, I also think you're in the business of upgrades. Yes, sir. And anytime you have a chance to get a known commodity, a better commodity, I think most people, 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10, would say Orlando Brown's better than Cam Robinson. Oh, right. We're talking about a pro bowler. Absolutely. Yeah. So, potential all pro. Absolutely. When yes. you can do that and you have the flexibility to do that, both from a cap standpoint and also from a draft standpoint of, of capital – and on top of that, you have a franchise quarterback you're welcoming into the league so you can elevate that position good for the next six, seven, eight years mm -hmm. and don't worry about it and just, boom, see ya. We're mm -hmm. happy to pay you. I think you really do have to consider it. You know, no. and, and I think this is something that Jags should explore. I think it could be hefty in terms of price tag, and that might turn me away from it. Sure. Um, not really the money, but the actual draft capital. But I think it's something to explore. I think you definitely have to explore this because – it's like you said, this is an upgrade. And no disrespect to Cam Robinson, who I, who I thought was, you know, played some pretty good football last year. And I think, you know, if they brought him back, I wouldn't be the most upset about it. But you have the potential to bring in a, in a, in a future all pro left tackle in Orlando Brown. And you're doing this when you're obviously getting the franchise quarterback for hopefully 10 plus years to come. 
So what better way to pair with that new quarterback, that new exciting thing, a la hope, if you will, pairing hope with, well, the bona fide, um, you know, bouncer, let's call him, in, in Orlando Brown. Like, hey, you're not getting this club. All right, this is the Trevor That's Lawrence true. club, and you're not getting in this. He ain't bouncing at the Cheesecake Factory. No, no, this is, hey, he's bouncing the big leagues, Brent. No disrespect to you, all right? Because you're, you're flirting with that again, as we see. Cause you, you, no sketchers. No, for sure, but, but yeah. listen, what are those? Adidas, those are golf shoes. Those are golf shoes. They're not golf shoes. Those are definitely golf They're shoes. They're not golf shoes. What what athletic sport are you playing in those shoes then? Because you're not because you're not playing basketball in those. You're not running in those. Why not? Look at the look at the sole. No, you're, those are golf shoes. They're golf not shoes golf are, shoes. Okay, then they're racing shoes. Racing. Yeah, like driving shoes. <laughs> driving they have, yeah, you know, like racing shoes, like NASCAR. <laughs> these are cool, man. I'll beat your are those ass the, in basketball are, with these shoes. Are those the Adidas NASCAR shoes that got coming out? Are, I'll go beat you the, in the 40 with these are shoes. Are those the Bubba Wall specials right there you rocking, Brent? <laughs> are those the Air Bubba ones? Anyway. I like my shoes. I mean, I get off the Skechers and you don't even like them. No, those are actually some pretty cool shoes. Cause we, do we, are we okay with these shoes? Look at uh, the, look at that hamstring mobility, uh, yeah, mobility by the way. That hurt. <laughs> oh man, I don't even know where I was going with. Okay, yeah, but he, he he's the bouncer, right? You're not getting past him. By the way, these are Costco specials. Are they really? Yeah, like twenty bucks. You can't go wrong with Costco, man. Costco, man, twenty bucks for shoes. See the, the TVs. Nice. I want to get a TV from there, but they stress me out because there's so many different whatever. <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's a different story for a different day. Anyways, getting back to Orlando Brown here. With Orlando Brown, I think like yeah, it's going to be expensive. You have the money. But we, even more intriguing to me is the draft capital. Now, I'm not giving up a first rounder for You're Orlando not. Brown. I'm not. You have to. I don't think so. I think a couple twos, a few threes, and you're good to go. You're going to give up a first round for Orlando Brown? No, but see, this is where I think the deal gets stuck. Okay. Because, one, it, you got to think like the Jags. I, again, I do believe you have to explore upgrades, and I think Orlando Brown would be that. And you'd, the idea of it's great. And, again, yes. the dollars don't bother me. You're gonna, you, In my opinion, you're going to pay two big free agents probably this year, and then you can spend a couple more next year. But I think if that's one of them, that's fine. Rick, mm-hmm. you know, I've said on defense, I thought, hey, maybe a Leonard Williams and a Justin Simmons or something like that. Sure. Well, okay, Justin Simmons, sorry, man, we love you, but I'm going to go put my money in Orlando Brown. That's fine. Like, uh, that's okay. Uh, or same thing with Leonard Williams. I'm going to give it to Orlando Brown instead, and we're going to draft something along the line. Mm-hmm. I, I can live with that, right? Again, you're protecting your biggest commodity now, and that's Trevor Lawrence, and you're upgrading an offensive line, again, that I think is a little bit underrated and thinks already pretty good, and you just made it even better. Sure. I feel pretty good about myself now on the offensive side of the football in an offensive league now. And so all of that makes a ton of sense. What doesn't make a lot of sense is you're going to have to, even though – I don't know what he was smoking that day. You're going to have to put it in the Laramie Tunsil category. Sorry, I didn't mean what Tunsil was smoking. I meant what Bill <laughs> O'Brien was smoking. <laughs> I, I, that just came about, by the way. That, didn't, that was not yeah, intentional. That, I, I was going there right away. I remember the, the picture. Yeah. No, but I'm thinking what's Bill O'Brien no, no, smoking. Obviously. As he gives away all these picks you yeah. know, and, and ends up putting Houston in the situation he is. Yeah. But if you go back to that deal, man, there were two – Ones. Yes. There was a uh, two ones, two ones, a sixth round pick. No, no. Two ones and a second round pick okay. and a couple of players to go to the Dolphins. Yeah. Two ones and a second. Two ones and a second. Sure. They got Tunsil. They got Kenny Stills. Mm-hmm. They got a fourth and a sixth rounder. So I kind of washed the fourth and the sixth rounder with maybe that second round pick. But it's still yeah. they got two number ones for Tunsil and Stills. And listen, if that that's the case, then 
I, I wouldn't give up a first round pick for Orlando Brown. I wouldn't. I'll give not up a couple of twos. Not like even you wouldn't one give of them. up that 25th overall pick. No. No, I would give up a couple twos, maybe a three here or there in the future. But if that's the would case, you give up then, the 33rd overall pick. Yes. Okay. So that's the second round pick. Yeah, I yeah. know. It's a first one. I mean, it's yeah. almost like a first round pick. That's why I'm just okay. It's different. It's different. But yeah, I would give up that, but I wouldn't give up a first round pick. Because if that's the case, then I'm looking at Trent Williams. All right. I'm, I'm looking at AKA the Silverback, and I'm saying. You're a free agent right now, sir. Welcome to Jacksonville. Yeah, and you know? now you're not going to get six, seven years out of Trent Williams. No. But he's a, he's a good football player, and he's an established football player, and he certainly would be an upgrade. And here's why. So the Jags have themselves a little bit of leverage in this where they don't have to do what Bill O'Brien did. That's what I'm getting at, yeah. right? Again, hey, Alinda Brown, we think you're great, man. I love you. I, I'm, I'm willing to shell out cash to you. No problem. Got no problem. But I do want my draft capital if I'm bulky and Urban Meyer and rebuilding and kind of rebuilding this thing under my watch. And I don't mind getting rid of some, but I can be picky because I have two things, maybe another option in a guy like Trent Williams. Mm -hmm. But I also have a guy that's not bad. <laughs> like, Cam we don't, again, you got to wonder how they evaluate him. But I would say it's not like we don't like Cam Robinson. I got a young player who was a second round pick who I think, listen, we're OK here. Like, we're okay if we don't get Orlando Brown. We're yeah. okay if we don't get Trent Williams. We just sort of, look, we're in the business of upgrading and being as good as possible. And let's just say, in college football terms, you would put Cam Robinson as a three-and-a-half star right now, mm -hmm. and Orlando Brown might be a five-star. Sure. Right? And Trent Williams, maybe he's like a four-and-a-half star. You know, and so you're in that upgradable territory. But again, I go back to the Jags can float some stuff by the Baltimore Ravens, but they don't have to give in to the Baltimore Ravens the way Houston and Bill O'Brien seemingly gave in with all that capital to the See, Dolphins. And I guess this might be my own, um, my personal thoughts on it. But if you were to trade that second first round pick for Orlando Brown and probably something else as well. Like, to me, then, that says, at least in my opinion, you say, okay, so you got rid of Jalen Ramsey for Orlando Brown, which we'll see. I mean, hey, this guy could be an all-pro, so that wouldn't be a bad trade-off, and C.J. Henderson. You know, like, I don't know how I feel about that. Oh, no, you actually, Chase on. I'm sorry, Chase on. Yeah, correct. I'm sorry. So that, that doesn't even – yeah. So it's Chase on and Orlando Brown. Actually, if you get – because you're going to give away the pick. Yeah, then, I mean, actually, I, I would like – I'll take my chances on giving up That's that pick yeah. for Orlando Brown and saying that was part of the deal. Yeah, yeah. More so than taking a chance on Christian Barmore and saying got we you. got Christian Barmore and Chase on right now. Yeah. Like, I, I think – because here's what you could do with that. And, and I, Again, the Jags don't need to be in – that was the old regime. They don't need to be in the – position to do this in fact i there's still something in the back of my mind that says the jags old regime got a little carried away with the idea of ngakwe and ramsey not here and that's why henderson and chase on are here right Correct. i think they got emotional about that whether it was consciously or subconsciously it adds up too much mm -hmm. and and they they shouldn't have done that i don't think it's going to trend that they shouldn't have done that mm -hmm. But if you could then get Orlando Brown out of that Ramsey deal with that second pick to what to what you're saying, well, now you're getting a position of huge value in yeah. a left tackle, yeah. right? Uh, that is huge value. And they did then get a defensive end, huge value, mm -hmm. right? I know it's kind of more like a linebacker fit, but it's a pass rusher. Mm -hmm. So it actually would make me feel better is, in that, in that sense yeah. if that's what they turned the Ramsey deal into. And again, it's not going to be just that. It's going to cost you a lot It'll of money. It's going to be, yeah. but, and, and by the way, the fourth round pick I think was Barch. So 
that's going to be here nor there, we'll at least for now, until we see what happens with Ben Barch. So, uh, again, I love the idea. Just to recap, I love the idea. I don't care about the money. I got it. And it's yeah. a it's a huge position to be great at or to be at least very good at, especially with Trevor Lawrence coming in. I just think the Jags also have a little bit of leverage in this kind of deal, potentially, because they are one of few teams that have enough capital. But they also have other options where they don't have to just say, OK, here, take whatever you need. You know, <laughs> in, what? In, a, in a sense, and I think that's kind of what Houston did with, hey, take whatever you need. Yeah. We want Laramie Tunsil. Mm-hmm. We need to protect Deshaun Watson. Yeah. The idea wasn't wrong. In fact, he played very well for them. Yeah. But I think it was part of what made Houston into the mess they are right now as well. You know what? You're, you're starting to make me come around a little bit. Maybe I would give up a first-round pick for Orlando Brown. But then, like, see, the, the only thing I'm worried about is, well, yeah, you got to shore up the defensive line. Right? Yes. Like, because, once again, we're talking about, listen, Cam Robinson was by far – not even close to the worst left tackle last year in the NFL. No. Right? He, he, to me, he wasn't even really like a glaring hole, per se. Now, once again, Orlando Brown, Trent Williams, that's an upgrade. But to me, that's like, I mean, that's a, there's other things to worry about, let's just say. So I still got to see that three technique, that in the interior defensive line, let's just call it, get addressed as well. Okay? Because I'm not going to let you dress it in the third or fourth round and think, all right, we're going to be okay, because you're probably not. No, they are definitely addressing it. So I mean, that's the only it. thing that I would be worried about if you were to give up that first-round pick for Orlando Brown. Like, well, what's the plan with the defensive tackle? Well, the good news for the Jags in this in this in that respect is one, okay, is free agency an option? So you, they, yeah. there you spend a little bit of money. And again, I've been an advocate for a guy like Leonard Williams. I think I've been with you. I think it's it feels a little bit like a Malik Jackson kind of move, mm-hmm. where it might be a year early to spend that kind of money, but you're going to get a benefit for three, four years out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, and Malik worked out well in that sense. See, he, he arrived, I think, in 2016, so he didn't win the first year he was here, but he became part of that core defense, and he was huge in 17, and then even got a little bit in 18 out of him, and then it was okay, time, time to go, and that's just the way the NFL works. So I'm okay with the Leonard Williams stuff, but I also think if you look at the defensive tackles in this class, you're not finding high value in the top 10. Mm-hmm. What you are finding a little bit of value in is I think uh, McShay's latest mock is a defensive tackle. I forget where he's from right now. Washington. It was Washington. Um, he's mocked them. Barmore has been mocked to them at 25. So what's to say at 33 there won't be somebody like a Barmore there? Or you jump back into the first round yeah. and package some things up to go get one of those guys if you really covet him. So yeah. I think the Jags, again, the beautiful thing about the Jags right now is they got a ton of options. Yeah. And they don't have to be held to the fire by any other team or by any other position because you know what else? they got enough needs. <laughs> yeah. If you're Trembalki... And you can use it for, and you know how I feel about the franchise tag, but let's go and play the, let's go and play the, the game right now. If you're Trent Balky, Brent, and you have the franchise tag using somebody, who do you use it on? You use it on Cam Robinson? You, do you want to see one more year out of him? Do you, yeah, not, do you I, not use it at all? I would say if, I think if things um, get foiled with a guy like Brad, that, that's not going to work. That's yeah. not in our interest. We're not doing that. Or Trent Williams, yeah, you know, listen, very good player, but he's kind of older. We want a younger guy that mm-hmm. I'm rolling the dice first. I'm going to the agent of Cam Robinson saying, hey, let's do a moderate level deal here. Okay. Well, you haven't heard this huge payday, no. but we like you, and we think you could earn more. Let's work on a two- or three-year deal so you can get paid big bucks after you prove it to us. Sure. And if that doesn't work, then I might slap the tag. Okay. I might, I'm might. i willing to do that with the tag. Yeah. Uh, I think I am for, for – uh, Cam Robinson because I don't want to create a hole 
and I don't think it's there in the draft, early in the draft, or even at 25 or 33 to Not get that idea. much better. Yeah, exactly. And so I, at the very least, and I'll tell you this right now, I feel fine with Trevor Lawrence playing quarterback in front of that line. That includes Cam Robinson as a left tackle. I'm fine. You're fine, but like, you're better with somebody else. Yeah, I think you yeah. can upgrade. Yeah. But I'm fine. But and, and also, I think you're probably better at right tackle with somebody at the moment, but you're not giving up on Jawan Taylor yet. No. He, he's got to go show it and earn it and prove it. But uh, I think he is going to get better. I haven't given up on Jawan Taylor. I think still he's going to be a good football player. I, can, I, I can't give up on Jawan Taylor. It's my son's favorite player. So That's I can't true. give up on him. I'm, I'm <laughs> pot committed. not to get a jersey or he's screwed. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> hey, there's going to be no offensive line jerseys in the lane household. You better believe. Josh Allen, send me one. Let's go. Right, we'll be back. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Brent Martineau. Some uh, NBA play-by-play here this week as well. Right here on ESPN 690. Austin Lane. You're right? (laughs) Yeah, I know. You look over like you're going to make it. Yeah, man. I'm making sure we're all good here. Hey, listen, I I get choked up about the new lineup. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. If you don't start understanding certain things about the the young men that are coming up in the game today, then you're going to dwindle off and you're not going to be coaching long. It is about adapting. And I've actually seen some of the older guys adapt in, the, in, in this league. You look at guys like Pete Carroll. Well, Pete Carroll was always like that. But Pete Carroll always understands that this game is evolving. The player is evolving. Things are always evolving. So sometimes you taper. One of the things I love about Bruce Arians, he's going to always keep it real with his players. But they love him. They know they can go to him about anything. And I love, hey, listen, Brady had no problem with Bruce Arians calling him out early in the year. Right. He can respect that. But I tell you this, Brady go out there and ball out, he damn sure going to praise him as well. That's an analyst doing an interview on the ESPN show. Former NFL wide receiver. I mean, he, he knows. Not Larry Fitzgerald. Larry no. Fitzgerald. Nah. Former. Well, I mean, we don't. Wow, well, yeah. that's don't a fair guess. But, yeah. I mean, he knows us pretty well, Brent. Who's doing, uh, how about Ike Hilliard? Harry Douglas. Oh, my gosh. Hey. We could have been here for Not a week. <laughs> Dude, you'd be married Not before I would have got that. Not in all the guesses. And I actually played against him in college, I believe. Did you? He went to Louisville, right? I don't know. I think, let me look that up because I got a funny Harry Douglas story if that is the case. One second. Let well, you sure looked that up, by guy. the way. Uh, hey, Providence is playing an afternoon game. How about that? Uh, beating UConn so far. Just noticed that. I used to follow Providence basketball way more. Now I'm like one of those people that prov- follows it once they get into the tournament and make a deep run. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, one thing I, I wanted to share, I, I said it at the top of the show and we before we were talking about the Trevor Lawrence pro yeah, day. Yeah. Did you? I woke up this morning or whatever time. I mean, maybe I was already up, and my phone just goes, just starts beeping, like, mm-hmm. you know, the notifications, notification, 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 notification. Yeah. And it was, and this is why I had brought up, like, I wasn't following Trevor Lawrence, but somehow I got all these notifications. It was like Trevor Lawrence this morning found his Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he started retweeting stuff from like the last month that Clemson had said. <laughs> and he, I mean, he's and he's still kind of active today on Twitter. Yeah. But why would I have gotten all those notifications? Have I talked that much about Trevor Lawrence that it automatically you know, comes with a, a well, like I'm not I even mean, following yeah, it's not him. Like you haven't. And I had all these retweets there to coming in from I don't, Trevor Lawrence. I don't follow Woj, but I do have notifications turned on when he tweets about something with like, you know, NBA. Well, I know I didn't seek that out. Well, the, I mean, yeah, this is the internet trying to tell you that you have a problem. <laughs> 
Yeah. You know, now take that for how you want it. You know, you, you can use that information to your benefit, or you can ignore it and just keep doing what you're doing. Like, is the smartphone that smart that I have typed Trevor Lawrence into my phone probably a hundred and ten thousand times, and so it says, "Hey, Brent really wants to know about Trevor Lawrence." Yeah. So if it, even though you're not following him, if there's something said about him, it'll show up on your phone. Like, yeah. is that what happened this morning? Yeah. I mean, some people listen. Some people talk about you know buying uh, like new headphones, and that'll pop up on the Amazon marketplace. You talk about yeah, that. You talk about Trevor Lawrence twenty four seven. It's going to pop up in, on your Twitter and your search history. Trevor has not is. popped up on Facebook yet, so he must not be doing an endorsement. Nah, I don't think Trevor's got yeah. Facebook, does he? He's not that big. He's not with the. He's not with the Jets. He's not. So he's, he's never going to get an old. Never going to get an endorsement. Yeah, yeah. Good call. You so you have a story about Harry Douglas? Yeah, Harry Douglas. This is, this is indeed the guy. So Harry Douglas played at the University of Louisville. I've told this story before a little bit. My sophomore year. Is this going to be a good story? I mean, depending what side you're on. Should I tag Harry Douglas no, in this no, story? No, 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 no. Don't tag Harry Douglas in this. <laughs> this doesn't make Harry Douglas look good. Well, it could. I don't know. It depends how I look at it. So we're playing Louisville my sophomore <laughs> year. At the time, I think Louisville was like number six or seven in the nation. They had Harry Douglas. They had, uh, was it Brett Brom? Brian Brom? Uh, yeah, it was Bri- not Jeff Brom. Not Jeff Brom. It was like Brian. Well, Brian Brom. Yeah. Um, starting quarterback. And I told the story before where we were in the locker room, like, we're going to shock the world. Murray State's going to be Louisville. Like, they're all going to be talking about us because it was the only game on a Friday night. Like, we had, it was on ESPN. Like, the world was watching, and we thought we were going to shock the world. And I'll never forget Harry Douglas, who was a, you know, he was like a shorter guy, but for whatever reason, like, that day he seemed like he was seven feet tall. Right, and I remember, you know, I'm playing defensive end, and there's a guy, I, I think it was John Jean Baptiste, who was behind me. Okay. Straight African dude, right? Didn't speak a lot of English. Yeah. Okay. Harry Douglas is lined up one on one against John Jean Baptiste. And Harry Douglas from the from the very early the opening drive, Harry Douglas goes and shouts, Hey, this guy ain't gonna cover me. I'm doing a fly route, try to stop it. And guess what? Harry Douglas did a fly route, John Jean couldn't stop him, touchdown. Now, next series. Once again, Harry Douglas. Now he's he's like going back and forth. Keep in mind, John Jean doesn't speak the most English. So he's just like Help me, you know. Like he's just like, some, can somebody give me some like, a, a double team here because Harry Douglas is about to light me up again. Harry Douglas goes, "It's gonna be a slant. You're not gonna stop it." And then he turns to our he turns to our defensive coordinator and goes, "That's the best Murray State got right here. That's what you guys got." Here comes a slant. Ran a slant. Touchdown. I'm like, that was kind of the that that was the dynamic for the whole game. And I remember being a defensive end, and like, because once again, it's on my side, right? So like, I'm hearing this in the corner of my ear, and I'm just like, man, we're supposed to shock the world, and now we're not shocking the world like we're supposed to. We're getting beat by 70, and this is embarrassing. And then Woody Page called us out, and the next day it was that just, was there, that, 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 that was yeah, Woody Page. I forgot what he called us, like cream puffs or whatever. Yeah, man, it was bad. By the way, uh, five passes, 151 yards, and two touchdowns for Harry Douglas. Yes. Yeah, there you go, man. First play from scrimmage in the first half. What was, what what was, was the it? score? Yeah, how long was it? Uh, hold on, hold on. Let me get to the article. First play from scrimmage is the first. Uh, the first. It, it okay, that's the say. first on Louisville's yeah. first play from scrimmage. The other on Louisville's first play from scrimmage in the second half. There you go, man. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Harry Douglas was letting out. Hey, by the way, John you know who played in that game? I know. We talked about this. Gary Barnage had two touchdowns. Barnage had four one receptions, 46 yards, and two touchdowns. One might have been on me when I was supposed to cover the flat, and I didn't really cover the flat that Louisville well. Louisville rolling up 655 yards. 70 something. Three to ten. Dude, the best part was too. If I'm not mistaken, Brian Brom at three seventy five and four. If I'm not mistaken, Kids. in that game, <laughs> is that a check mark? 
I, if I'm not mistaken in that game, I think we scored when they so it was I think it was like seven to seven at one point. If I'm not mistaken, it was like something like that. And I remember when we scored twenty eight seven after one. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure we, we scored. We answered. If I'm not mistaken, I'll find it. Hold on. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I try to block this game out as much no, as possible. Right. It was seven seven. So that's the thing. So Halfway never, through the first quarter, forget a ball so game. Derek Townsville, and it was, it was actually a top ten nominee because it was a fantastic catch. Scores a touchdown. I remember on the sidelines when we got back on the field, I like ran over to the Louisville sideline and said, We're, "Like, is that what you guys got? Here we come, baby! You got nothing for us! You got nothing for us!" Because I'm thinking, like, dude, momentum's changing. Here we go. And then I'm like, "Oh, that's right. They're number like five or whatever in the nation for a reason." Uh, they were number 10 in the nation. Number 10, okay. Was I was early off in the then. year. I was off they then. might have okay. ended up five. Okay. But uh, 66 to 3 was the final after that yeah. tie game. Yeah. Uh, what I'd like to find out here, and I can't because it's just not going to do it. Back in the they didn't do enough uh, defensive stats. Oh, you know, I had a couple sacks, had a couple tackles for losses. <laughs> I didn't really do anything. I remember <laughs> I went against the. Uh, they were probably like, in a game like that, though, they probably point you out, right? What do you mean? Well, they're probably like, they, they yeah, know who no, you are. No, I was a sophomore, so oh, I wasn't okay, so they didn't know much about Dude, you. I was 215 pounds. No, okay, they, they, they weren't worried about me. I got you. Yeah, um, you actually only uh, you only gave up uh, 261 yards rushing. It's not bad, <laughs> right? I mean, could have been worse. <laughs> we should do this. Hey, you know about TJ McConnell bot score breakdown? <laughs> Dude, that's just the Murray State bot score breakdown. <laughs> Yeah, it was just pick a game. Oh, man. We can, we can and do listen, that. And then I told you about the, the Woody Page thing. So the next day, because we got TVs in the locker room, because we're fancy like that at Murray State. And right before practice, Around the Horn's on. We used to always watch Around the Horn. Well, for whatever reason, must have been a slow. You know, so it was a Thursday night game, because Friday was Around the Horn then. That's probably true, because yeah. Louisville played a lot of Thursday nighters. So, so this is an ESPN game for you. Yeah, so they're talking. And I think it was Max Kellerman. Probably at was the, the main guy. Yeah. yeah. So Max Coleman was like, and we, you know, like one of the topics, because it said Murray State, you know, Louisville at the bottom. So you know it's coming up. Okay. Right. So we're like, all right, here we go. And then Max Coleman's like, and what about this beatdown in Louisville? Like, should they stop playing F? Or at the time it was D1AA. Should D1AA schools stop playing at Louisville? And then like Woody Page, I never forget. Like, we're in the locker room, like, hey, Murray State. And all of a sudden it's like, Woody Page, these cream puffs, they have no business even playing college football and all this stuff. And I'm just like, damn, dude, now we got to go practice too. That's a bummer. You were called a cream puff and a cupcake. Woody Page called me a cream puff. See, before I called you soft, somebody else did. <laughs> Someone always has called me soft. <laughs> yeah. Even family uh, that is, uh, that's wild. 73 to 10. Harry Douglas had uh, a couple of scores in that game. Hey, uh, not so soft. Uh, back in the cage you go. March 13th. Yeah. Huh? Tell yeah. us a little bit of co- combat night. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not sure I can really announce my opponent oh, yet because, I mean, you know. This the stuff contract. is so sketchy. I, 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 I mean, know, come man. on. Right, Let's just right, lay it out right. there. Yeah, I don't know. I, where's, I, it, where's the fight? I, it's going to be Orlando. Okay. I'm not sure of the venue quite yet, but it's in Orlando, March 13th. Um, I can't announce my opponent. <laughs> I fought him before here in Jacksonville. <clears throat> Kuz was there, and so are you, Brent. So are you, you got the video there. That's who I'm fighting again. Can't, I can't say that. Wow, I, so like, it's a rematch. Like, I, can't anu- I can't announce the rematch. I can't announce it's a rematch. Okay. I, I can't say who I'm fighting. I got you. There you um, go. Thanks for the... So <laughs> well, uh, got in trouble. You're looking forward to it. March 13th. Absolutely. That's a month away. Yeah. Month you're, away. In, you're, in, you're in shape, or you got a lot of work to do between Oh, now no, and man. I'm, I'm in shape for sure. I got a little bit of a bruised foot, but we're going to be okay, man. But no, I mean, I've been in fight camp now the past, like, four weeks. So this is just a... I mean, it's about time, let's just say. The eye looks good. I feel great. The nose is healed. Nose is good. A little scar here, but that's okay. Yeah. What else yeah. did you... Oh, yeah, the foot. Oh, yeah. Check out the foot, man. I don't know if you can really see it, but it's, like, bruised. Oh, I, I thought... Oh, yeah. You're swollen there, man. Oh, I know, right? What'd you do? 
Kick somebody? Yeah, I kick somebody like the the bottom of my foot, which you're not supposed to do. So it's all good though. I, I had a pool workout today. Felt fine. And that's is that the same foot that the shower door thing or something? Oh no, that was my left foot. Yeah, the scar where I cut myself. I think that's the left foot. I don't even know, dude. No, it's a, yeah, that's right. the right one. It's the right. Foot. <laughs> I don't know. Unbelievable. I know. First fight since a new tattoo. First one. Well, I got a, another tattoo appointment coming up next Wednesday. So, <laughs> what's this one? It's gonna be right here. It's gonna finish up my sleeve. ESPN 690. Maybe. We'll see. I mean, Trevor Lawrence. To be no. No, because once again, I'm not in the restraining order business. I'm in the cool tattoo business. So I might get the ESPN 690, but I ain't going to be a Trevor Lawrence one anytime soon. Because that's your animal arm. My animal arm? This no. is, this is This is my MMA slash football arm. That's right. Yes. Animal arm. Huh? I just saw the animal, so. It's a coyote. And, yeah. uh, and, and then Bob's big boy, so I guess yeah. it's not an animal arm. Dude. <laughs> or literally anything else on my arm that's not an animal. But that's yeah. your football MMA arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need, so don't you need something tough there. Don't put a picture of me. Okay. Like, I mean, maybe put like the ESPN 690 on my wrist on the other side. There's something. You didn't get that, that tattoo anytime. I mean, how, how are the ratings looking? I don't know. Not good enough, apparently. We'll, we'll get there, man. We'll try. We'll get there. We'll try for another hour and 15 minutes when we come back on ESPN 690. <laughs> Hey, welcome back, everybody. Brent Martin, Austin Lane Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Happy Wednesday, getting close to 5 o'clock, and uh, you're on your way home from work, potentially. And that means it's time for our Money Minute with Mike Lester from Talon Wealth Management. Make sure you give Mike a call at 904-515-5000. Visit guardingyournestegg.com as well. A complimentary analysis and plan. Make sure you give Mike Lester a call. Talent Wealth Management, uh, 904-515-5000. Mike joins us right now in a pretty good day on Wall Street, Mike. Up, uh, again? Well, yeah, up a, up a few hundred points. Yeah, again, another good day. And uh, as we've been saying here for a little while, uh, path of least resistance uh, is is up with markets. Uh that doesn't necessarily mean things are perfect out there, uh, but with interest rates as low as they are, um, you know, money tends to get invested in areas where people think they can make money. And let's face it, uh, how much money are you going to make on your bank account these days? I mean, savings accounts are going to pay uh, almost nothing, and uh, other fixed investments are pretty low. So I think we continue to see money uh, move into the market. That's not to say uh, markets aren't overbought. I mean, they are overbought. There is risk there. Um, I think the key is just being able to identify how much risk you're taking. And if anybody has any question about that, whether it's a, you know, whether it's your 401k, uh, uh, gosh, I mean, people have what we call orphan 401ks. These 401ks from um, employers you used to work at, right? It's just kind of sitting there. Um, or, or even if you're over the age of 59 and a half, you have the option to have your your uh, 401k or maybe 403b account at work uh, uh, privately managed. So if you got questions about this stuff, we're happy to answer them. Yeah, Mike Lester can help you do that from Talent Wealth Management. Mike joins us in Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Look him up, guardingyournestegg.com, 904-515-5000 as well. Uh, Mike, with the last couple of weeks and, and everything that went on with GameStop and all the rest, do you find that there are more people asking and inquiring right now, like this week or the last 10 days, about stocks that maybe haven't been as, you know, interested uh, in the past? Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, it's gotten a little more interesting, right? Uh, at least temporarily between uh, GameStop and, uh, uh, you know, AMC movie theaters, uh, certainly uh, Bitcoin. We're getting a lot of ca- uh, calls and questions on that. Anything that's 
very volatile. Or if you can just imagine to yourself, you know, gee whiz, if I had just bought that six months ago, look at where I would be today. Obviously, that gets people, uh, you know, pretty interested and then it creates more questions. We encourage that. You only want to encourage people to uh, uh, understand how investing works, understand how to invest. So, you know, I, I, it, although I, I, I don't think the GameStop situation turned out well, probably for, for the majority of those investors, you know, now that it's back down, um, at least it's garnering interest in it. And um, I, I, that's great. That's great for uh, people. That's, uh, I, I think, long-term good for the economy. And all the way around, um, happy to answer questions people have. Yeah, it piqued a lot of people's curiosity. Mike Lester, Talent Wealth Management. That's your Money Minute Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Have a good night, Mike. Thanks. We'll see you next week. You too. Uh, Mike Lester, 904-515-5000. Visit guardingyournestegg.com. You can also listen to the Guarding Your Nest Egg show right here on ESPN 690 on your weekend mornings on Saturday and Sunday. Brent Morton, along with Austin Lane, back here on Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 as we get closer to uh, the 5 o'clock hour here on the show. Uh, by the way, did Bitcoin uh, go up during the Super Bowl or down? It's a good call. I think it went I know. up. It might have. It start, early in the day, it had jumped, like on Sunday morning. Yeah. But I think it still trended upwardly enough. Now, in like the last 24, well, 36 hours, I know hours, that night Tesla down, bought a bunch of it, so it went up big time. I think that was after the Super Bowl. I think it was Super the next Bowl. day. So, yeah. yeah, I think that was on Monday, yeah. which is interesting. Mm-hmm. It, again, I'm kind of diving. I am. But what I just asked You're Mike. You're all in. Well, what I asked Mike, I'm more interested, right? Yeah. I, I'm, my buddy's asking me about it. It's like a conversation piece. I just like, I'm 401k guy. Put your stuff in a 401k <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and let Mike take care of it, you know, yeah, yeah. Or, or whoever take care of it. Yeah. Now I'm like asking questions. Now I'm like looking. And, and the way the market not only has gone with like the GameStop stuff and everything yeah, else, yeah. but just in like Mike said, the last six months. Yeah. Because if you do look at some things that have just popped, because what the market was down like 18,000 points, like however many months ago. Sure. And now it's up over 31,000. It's been living there. Yeah. And now you're like, whoa, what did I miss? And, and that's like the word. Like, Hang it. Did I miss something? It's amazing how cocky I get with this whole thing. Because I'll be honest, like, I don't invest that much. It's only like a couple hundred bucks here or there. So it's nothing like to really shake a stick at. But like anytime I make like, you know, like a $50, like, you know, profit in one day. Oh, dude, I'm like Jordan Belfort and like Wolf of Wall Street. I'm like, you know, I'm smoking cigars. I'm like, yeah, yeah you know what I say? That's the business. That's sometimes you're up, sometimes you're down. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to get like a supposed bank account set up just in case. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I'm kidding. Just in case. Just in case. You see that movie, Wolf of Wall Street? I did. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Not one for the kids, though. No. No. no I no, like no. that. I, I, it's funny. I've seen them. They'll, they'll play that on, you know, name your channel that you yeah. can't swear on. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. it's like, why would you even put well, that on? There? Listen. Like, why would you no, even try to point. put that on there that's and replay point. it? It's a great like, point. The whole thing's silenced. Well, that's the thing, too. Like, I remember watching that movie the first time thinking, like, dude. This isn't true. Like, how how you get that crazy? Dude, I made about 20 bucks off of GameStop one day. I'm like, I get it. <laughs> yeah, I, get it. I absolutely get it. I'm, I'm addicted, and I made 20 bucks today. And, and I get it. Yes. It's a rush. I have a problem. Yes. You have a problem, too, because we're back for another hour. <laughs> Football at 5 on the way. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com.